0: PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X slash S. That's the thing of the day, I I believe. I mean, we had, well, we were supposed to stream the PlayStation event. Remember? Yeah. And, uh, well, we had, you know, some technical difficulties, to Mm -hmm. be honest, to be quite fair. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for lack of us wanting to, we had some technical difficulties. However, it doesn't mean we didn't catch the info. It doesn't mean we didn't catch the intel, and it doesn't mean we're not interested in this uh, upcoming decision that a lot of people are going to have to make. Yeah, to be to be quite honest, it's a big and choice. And you know what? It's a type of decision that maybe even more so than a smartphone choice. You're going to have this thing for a while. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on this. You're going to be in this camp for a while. Although I know there are a number of people who. Uh, Will actually pick up both. They could actually have an Xbox and a PlayStation, but that's not the reality for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and even those people tend to side a little more in one to one of the two, at least from what I see online. You know me though, Will. I'm all about uh, kumbaya. <laughs> I didn't know what that means, but uh, like, you know, uh, peace and tranquility. Yes, getting along, getting together, unite. Yes, that's where unity. I live. That's where I live now. Unity. I live in unity. And so, for me, it's like I, I, I'm 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 really focused on the similarities here as much as the differences, if not more. These are this is great stuff. They're more affordable basically than we had imagined. Uh-huh. Both on both sides, uh, people are in, more into gaming than they have been maybe ever before. Uh, you have interesting developments with exclusive titles. You have a bit of bad news with the Halo stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and apparently, and I'll get to this story later on, apparently there's going to be enough availability. Well, that's what Sony's saying. Mm-hmm. So we have some good stuff all around. But nonetheless, for most people, they're going to have to make a choice. And the choice right now boils like this. And I found this great uh, article, by the way, on Inverse.com. It's a breakdown uh, comparison of the four choices you have. Did you know you have four choices? That's right. There's four. Yeah, so it's if you're on the PlayStation side, it's PlayStation 5 standard or PlayStation 5 digital. We have prices now because the event took place. So we have $499 or $399. Identical systems with the exception of the disc drive, which happens to be a Blu-ray disc drive, which may be useful or meaningful to some buyers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then on the other end, on the Microsoft side, we have... The Xbox Series X also $499. Or the Xbox Series S, the cheapest of the bunch, $299. So ruling out Nintendo Switch, you can go two ninety nine, dollars four ninety nine,
1: $4.99, $4.99. Yeah. And I guess you can go with the PC as well.
0: Well, you can go with PC as well. There's all those new Anytime graphics cards. That's gonna be a little more expensive. Yes. Uh and then and then I should also mention on the Microsoft side, you have the Game Pass situation as well. And it's important to mention that between the Microsoft models, they're not identical at all. They're quite a bit different Mm -hmm. in what they deliver from a resolution standpoint and the disk drive component and the spec sheet. Mm -hmm. So those ones, they took a different approach, both brands. So we have some great notes in this particular article relating to who each version is for. And it brought to light for me some interesting stuff around bandwidth. Because for me, I have good bandwidth. And so when I think about the disc drive, I'm like, eh, I don't need it. Mm. I don't watch Blu-rays, and I got plenty of bandwidth, and I love launching games without ever putting a disc in. That's mm-hmm. me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I would probably say the digital-only version of the PlayStation is fine. I would probably say, for me personally, 3 dollars lovely. Mm. I don't really need the disc drive. Now, does that mean I won't get the disc? I'll probably get the disc drive, but if like money was a thing, where I was trying to take that hundred and buy some cheeseburgers, I would be totally fine with the bandwidth. However, you need to be thinking about this right now. If your bandwidth is not good, yeah, you're not going to want to be a digital only type of participant. Mm-hmm. That's going to hold you back a little bit. And, uh, and also, if you if you have a, already a pre-existing collection of either back catalog stuff or mm-hmm. uh, Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. And you may just, for security's sake, want to have a Blu-ray drive sitting there. But I'll tell you something, Will. On all the PlayStations I've ever owned, the one thing that has gone wrong on them from time to time has been the disc drive. It's happened a couple of times. And I've, I mean, I've had a lot of PlayStations, but a couple of times I had the disc drive fail. It's a mechanical thing. It's a moving thing. And so I just gave up on it at one point. I was like, I'm just buying everything digital. And then I stuck to it. So that's me personally. Now, that disc drive decision exists on both uh from both brands. Yep. The same holds true for the Xbox. If you need that disc drive, you gotta pay more and it's an even bigger jump going up to four ninety nine on the Xbox side from 299. So if you can live that digital life, you can save even more money there if you're willing to forego the 4K as well. The other big component in making your decision is whether or not you're a fan of the PlayStation exclusive stuff. Hmm. If you care about Spider-Man, God of War, Last of Us, and any other Sony exclusive, then your decision is pretty obvious. You're gonna go with either the the high-end Sony with the disc drive or without. Mm I personally think the Best Buy is a 399 hmm. the So thre-
1: you're going for uh, PlayStation then? PlayStation 5? Y- I think
0: it's the best deal of all of them. I see. I actually, again, assuming you have the bandwidth yeah. and you don't need the disk drive, it's the full spec model. It's the full horsepower model. It's the 4K, it's the 120 FPS model. Uh-huh. It's the teraflop model, but at 399 you see, if I want to get that from Xbox, I'm at a minimum of $4.99. And it just highlights the different approaches. Because I can just as easily sit here and say, I think the Series S is a great deal two ninety nine, $2.99. And I like the $2.99 entry, entry price. And certainly on a budget, or if you're already in that camp, or just the scale of it, I like how small it is. And add to it, if you have any plans of subscribing to the Game Pass stuff, the Ultimate, now you have a nice little game pass box mm-hmm. and you're streaming games on demand sitting on your couch then you then you take it onto the Android phone yep. or tablet or or whatever. So it's tough man I know I didn't I didn't I'm just giving you the pros and cons mm-hmm. of going either way but I think the best deal overall is the digital only full clip full spec PlayStation if you can get up to 399 if you're on an absolute budget or you have strong game pass feelings, then the 299 Series S is interesting. Mm-hmm. And if money ain't a thing at all, then just go for the 499 of either, whichever camp you choose to be in. Or go just for buy. Just buy all of them. Yeah, just buy, the buy, buy each one. Uh, the other thing to mention is storage. So bandwidth and storage, I think, are the key considerations here. Because if if your games, if you don't have the disks, you're using up full hard drive space mm-hmm. on any of these. And so you gotta be okay, I suppose, with deleting games once you go fully digital, or in my case with the current setup that I have at home with the PlayStation 4, you have an external storage right. attached to it. But that's another one for me. I buy the 399 digital only PlayStation, and then I take the extra hundred and I got even more external storage. So now it's like even more games that I can just launch immediately and they load fairly quickly off the external storage as it stands right now it's only going to get better over here yep so that's my feeling internet connection and storage needs is i think could be a big should be where you start your decision making process and the exclusives as far as platforms are concerned but the storage bandwidth thing exists regardless of which one you pick which one are you going for
1: like which one do you think is the is the deal the best deal oh man this is a tough one because I do really like Game Pass. I think what they've done, Microsoft, it could be um, real interesting. Yeah, with all the games, uh, really cool. But I'm really interested in uh, Dual Sense on the PS5. Yes, that's uh, that's something that I I would like to figure out mm-hmm. the whole experience of it. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can feel sand or wind, really cool. Advanced
0: haptics. Yes. Look yeah, at yeah. you.
1: Yeah, so it's, a, di- it's anything, a differentiating factor. Uh, uh, should we, let's serious.
0: just bring up the topic of styling one last time. Okay. Which one speaks to you the most from a styling perspective of all four?
1: Oh, hmm. That's a tough one. I kind of like the uh, Series X, to be honest. The yes. fact that it just looks like a monolith, super simple. The X-Box. Yeah. It looks like an X-Box. Y- yeah. It
0: lives up to its name. Yeah, it, it, I mean, we had the uh, the mock-ups. We, we, I don't know where they are. I guess they're upstairs right now. I actually like both of the ex, uh, Microsoft products. Yes. Uh, weirdly enough, even the the dinner plate uh, washing machine look on yeah. the little one, the scale of that one, like how small it, is, it, it, how small it was, is really enticing for some reason to me that they could pack it all in there. But I got to have the 4K. That's a thing.
1: The 4K, yeah.
0: Yeah, for me at least. Oh, that's another uh, consideration to mention. If you're not... If you don't have a 4K TV and you don't have plans of upgrading anytime soon, then that's another reason to not spend the extra money right now and to go with the Series S over everything else. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not going to take advantage of 4K, it's kind of, I mean, to spend twice as much money or almost twice as much money Mm -hmm. is, uh, I mean, it's not really worthwhile. Mm -hmm. You're getting all this extra horsepower for nothing. However, these things, like I mentioned earlier, they last a long time. We don't get new generations of consoles very frequently in which case you may want to invest a little more for that moment that you do upgrade your TV yes. resolution. So anyway, it's it's I don't know if I made this any easier for anyone, but I made my pick. My pick is the digital only PlayStation 5 of yes. the bunch at 399. I think it's the most enticing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Did you pick? You picked.
1: Uh yeah, I'll go with the PS5.
0: The full um, clip.
1: The full one, yeah. Full clip. Yeah. With I the like distract. backwards compatibility.
0: With the full clip with the disc drive, Willie Do's choice. Yeah. Uh, we
1: got a sponsor today. It is uh, Manscaped,
0: and I have used the Lawnmower 3.0 to stay well to stay refined myself. You mowed? My what? You mowed the lawn? Jeez, easy man, <laughs> aggressive.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, that's what it's called. So uh. there was some. Uh, the
0: the yeah. landscaping took place. All okay. right, there's a ceramic blade, <laughs> and you know what I noticed about it? I think I said this in the last spot. What I noticed about it is the ceramic blade, whether regardless of where you're using it, but of course on the body is is more important, more sensitive, but even regardless of where you use it, it somehow has a smoother feel. Like, I've used so many razors over the years. Yeah. And because I shave the head and, you know, there's a trimming going on, and yeah. I just... I got hair. I got hair. You do. Yes, I got hair. It's on whether it's the body or wherever. And so I'm very familiar with the feeling of clippers, all kinds of clippers. And this thing is for real with this, with the ceramic blade. It does feel different and it does feel gentler. And so when it comes to, um, uh, you know, doing the lawn mowing in the more sensitive regions, they, they're not lying about that. That thing is for real. So it's called the Lawnmower 3.0. And it's compact. I actually haven't even had to recharge the thing yet. It is, however, USB rechargeable. I got the whole kit sent to me with their various products. I even used, uh, what was it? The, uh, the was it the Reviver? No, no, no. Preserver? One of them is the toner. Oh, Reviver, which is like a minty. It's a, it'll wake you right up. You apply. It's incredible. A So you can get the whole package. Uh, actually, there's a code. Or not a code, you can just go to the link. It's an important link. It's manscaped.com/slash Lou, and you get 20 20% off plus free shipping. So this is a this is a body groomer. I can speak from experience having used it. It is from a guy who has the hair and, and the hair going in different directions and the coarse hair and everything else. This is for any sensitive region of your body, this is the way to do it. You keep it together. Uh, I was coming off the summer, I was hot and yeah. if you can, you know, tidy up, all of a sudden you're feeling a little uh and I mean if you use the sprays and stuff, you're feeling cool, you're feeling uh um, a manicured, refreshed. You're feeling refreshed. So it's a it's a whole new market, but it's it's a nice thing. It's a nice little touch. It's a very luxurious type of feeling. It's a waterproof trimmer as well, so you can you can uh, if if it gets wet, it's no big deal. Also, it's Manscaped. You've heard about it. Check out the package. Check uh, give give a give a try to the extras that they include there as well. See what you like, and uh, it's twenty percent off for Lou Later uh, people who watch Lou Later or listen to Lou Later. You might just be listening as well. You know, we got people they listen as well. And
1: you uh, you recommend the perfect package three
0: That's the one. That's the one.
1: I, I uh, the luxury grooming kit. Okay,
0: featuring Great. the lawnmower. 3.0. Look at that. 4,615 reviews. You see, 30-day money-back guarantee. Like, give it a shot, man. The personal hygiene. We everybody's got a little extra time. They're at home now. Mm-hmm. You know, pick up the personal hygiene. Yeah, why not? The uh, others around you will appreciate. 20% off and free shipping. manscapecom Lou. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscapecom Lou. From the moose to the caboose. Always use the right tools for the job. <laughs> no, for real. I'm just saying I use a lot of different razors over the years, and they're not lying. It's They actually engineered a trimmer for the body parts that previously were overlooked.
1: The sensitive parts.
0: They previously were just cast to, to the wayside. Yeah. And uh, not so much anymore. It's 2020. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. So I was speaking a little bit earlier there about the availability, upcoming availability. I get so so many questions about this. Can I, the pre-order fiasco, how do I get one of these? Am I really going to get one? Where do I order from? I saw people posting all the different websites that are attempting to get pre-orders for the upcoming PlayStation 5. And there was word, Bloomberg did the report, which was then disputed, I believe it was Bloomberg, about a potential shortage of PlayStation 5s. The PlayStation CEO, Jim Ryan, has now said that there will be more PlayStation 5 units available at launch than they had PS4s in 2013. How about that all the way back in 2013? Mm. And that's not saying nothing because they had a lot of those back in 2013. I believe we have a number here. In 2013, uh, you're looking at 2.1 million PlayStation 4 units sold worldwide two weeks after the launch in 2013 they sold a million in the first day alone so that means if they're saying we're gonna have more playstation 5 units than that it means that they got more than 2.1 million units mm-hmm. for that first couple of weeks it's a lot of units now as we talked about earlier gaming super hot right now people got time on their hands they're catching up on their gaming and i think these prices are a little bit more uh, attractive than some had originally imagined.
1: There's a lot of more options. Plenty. You know, $299, $399, $499. $499.
0: <laughs> yes. Love the options. And uh, so I, know, I, I don't know if this means that there's going to be zero shortage or if it just means that they're going to move more units. Mm-hmm. See, what if the demand is four million units in the first couple of weeks. Like, do you have that much? Do you have Do you have that much, uh, Jim Ryan? Well, he can't come out and say that exactly, but presumably there is some level of demand where there will be a shortage. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, man, in regular, just daily life, I'm getting a lot of action on PlayStation talk. I'm getting a lot of action on Xbox. I'm getting people come up to me and say... Am I going to get one of those or is it going to be short? And when I start hearing questions like that, I'm thinking to myself, oh, the demand is really, it's there. Right. The demand is there because it's out in the street now. Yeah. It's uh, it's in a drive-thru, you know, when I'm picking up the coffee. Yeah. And that's when you know, oh, this one jumped over into the real world a little bit more. And it, it just feels that way with me right now. Holiday season, PS5, I, I mean, it just feels that way to me right now. Uh-huh people trapped at home and all the rest of this staring at their ugly old game consoles Mm -hmm. um what else did he say in here uh oh some people apparently were upset that well not upset but when they were talking about exclusives they thought it was going to be playstation 5 exclusive and that that would then mean there would be no playstation 4 version Mm. so when you were talking about the miles morales game for example Mm -hmm people are concerned a little bit, or at least he was questioned on it, about whether or not, like what makes an exclusive? Is mm-hmm. it truly utilizing the hardware of the PS5 if you have a port of it on a PlayStation 4? Right. So he was questioned about that, and he said, no, 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 no. Don't you dare.
1: Yeah.
0: The PlayStation 5 version will be different enough that it will utilize mm-hmm. this extra horsepower, hmm. even for games like the Miles Morales game. And to be honest, can you imagine them not making it available on the PlayStation 4? You know how many PlayStation 4s are out there. You want to take a shot at that without looking and reading? How dare you? It's 112 I mean, million consoles sold over seven years. Yeah, you can't, can't just it. leave those people out in the cold. 112 million consoles. You got to release the game on there as well. Uh, so hopefully they can find a way to... I get it. It's not a ground up exclusive in the way that, hey, this will only work on the latest hardware. But hopefully they find a way to enhance the PlayStation 5 version enough to encourage people to... Mm-hmm. to uh, get to play, I guess, the the optimal or most advanced version of it. So, anyhow, exciting times in a game console land. And uh, if you want a PlayStation 5, there's more PlayStation 5s than, than there were PlayStation 4s at launch. That's, all, that's what really the takeaway here is. Mm-hmm. But I would still say probably don't sleep because I remember PlayStation 4 launch, and even with those 2.1 million units, it wasn't the easiest thing in the world to get your hands on.
1: Pre-orders are nuts right now. Pre-orders
0: are nuts. Yeah. So good luck to everybody. Let me know how it goes for you. Nintendo has confirmed it's working on its new console, and we talked about this on a recent episode about how all of a sudden there were reports emerging that Nintendo was talking to its developers about the, about whether or not they'd be able to port their games or that they should start beginning the process of porting their games to a higher resolution, getting uh, 4K for certain titles, and then that got the ball uh, rolling a little bit for, from from on on the speculation side, people. Uh, Imagining a 4K, a soon-to-be 4K version, maybe a Nintendo Switch Pro, maybe a Switch, a dedicated uh, TV-only type Uh of Switch with separate controllers and a kind of whole different package. Maybe not even called a Switch. Maybe I don't know. I'm just, hey, man, I'm just, look, I'm just making noises over here. But it got people at least asking the question. And then Nintendo comes out, an update shared September 16th, saying Nintendo is working on an integrated hardware-software next gaming system. This is in quotations. In the future, Nintendo plans to expand its business around the creation of unique integrated hardware-software products. Expected launch date 20XX. (laughs) So basically, here at Nintendo, we're still going to be making game consoles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really tell you that much, unfortunately. However, they're really secretive, so it still tells you something, uh-huh. which is, yeah, we're kind of doing it. Now, does that necessarily mean it's this pro model that we talked about? Well, seemingly, if you were asking your developers to think about 4K, mm-hmm. it would make sense that that would be the system that they're referencing here. And it's, I mean, it's one thing that they don't have. Nintendo has never necessarily been about those uh, bleeding edge specifications. It's right. sort of been more about the characters and the fun factor, and in the sort of an unusual approach to gaming. Yeah. Dating they have back. a different take. They have a different take every time. However, it would seem that, you know, the time is right to also add the 4K piece. Maybe it doesn't have to be quite as powerful as the other ones, but 4K TVs are fairly ubiquitous now, fairly cheap now. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense, I think, at least, because you know some of these games are beautiful. Uh, I've talked many times about having had the experience with the latest. I don't even know if it's the latest now, but I played that uh, the the Zelda. What what, do, what what was this? The Switch Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yep. Uh, I played that game, and you know,
1: it's a pretty game.
0: It's a good looking game. You're yep. you're, and you can just imagine if you had the higher resolution. It's only gonna. You know, the environments, the immersion, because like the lighting and the whole scene, it was a real vibe, I guess. Is that what you know, as the kids say? It's a real vibe.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Will. I think think that's what they say. Trying to get
0: the words out here. (laughs) You're riding the horses and it's the sound effects, it's a lot they put Nintendo does some things up with the environment. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, With the fantasy and this and that. The sounds, the colors. Something going on there. Yeah. And so, of course, I want to see that in 4K. And it it looks like they might be working on it. Switch Pro. uh, We'll see. Oh, man. You came in today. Guns blazing on this topic. You Mm. came in today. I was like, I was trying to, I was barely in my chair, man. I almost fell out because. Mm
1: -hmm. That's the first thing I said when I came in.
0: Yeah, you hit you 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 were uh, frantic, and the heart rate was up, and you just barged and you went straight, and you. I threw my McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, you slammed it down, and Otis was frantic. I was like, "Geez, it's
1: a hurricane."
0: Yeah, so uh, WeChat, TikTok, U.S. shutdown order Sunday, two days, a lot of reports on this. Of course, we knew it was sort of happening. Then there was, wait, there might be a Microsoft deal. Wait, there's an Oracle deal. And is it saved? Isn't it saved? Where are we at? What is happening? A lot of questions still. Trump didn't sign off on it. Microsoft's out. Oracle's in. It was neither here nor there. Yeah. But then this date kept creeping up. This from the original thing, the date kept creeping up. And then it was, oh, yeah, that thing about the 20th. What is happening? Uh And today... It's like, yeah, we're sticking to that date, sort of. Mm-hmm. And that's where things, because a lot of headlines that came out today, the TikTok thing, TikTok's over, TikTok banned, official banned, TikTok. You know, you saw this kind of stuff and people wondered, am I still going to be able to use my app? Yeah. So found this uh, pretty good write-up over here on TechCrunch, which g- gives a little more context to what's exactly going on. It sounds like for WeChat, yeah, it's really done in the U.S. If it sounds like that's a real one.
1: Mm-hmm. Done, done. Yeah.
0: Uh Well done. You know. Uh,
1: yeah. Like a Which steak.
0: I well, I don't think who eats. I don't think anyone eats a steak well done. Do they?
1: Some people do. Oh, do they? Yeah. Never met them. Uh, they're out there.
0: They're out there. Okay. Not me though. So, but people are. I'll get to the WeChat in a second. When it comes to TikTok, it's complicated. Because of the potential Oracle deal, there's apparently been some sort of extension. And it's really weird timing the extension. So what is going to happen on the 20th is that the game, the game, the app, it feels like a game, the app is no longer going to be downloadable from the app store. You can't... And no updates. And no updates. It will no longer be published as a listing on those app stores. Google Play... Uh, iOS app store. Those who have the app will be able to continue to use it, but of course the app can't continue to grow over that period of time. Yes. Which is important. It kind of does affect their business to a certain extent that if no one can download it or update it. Mm -hmm. But they will have an extension up until November 12th to potentially figure out this Oracle deal. So the app is effectively off the app stores, but it's not dead yet. In a sense, in the way that it, some people are reading the headlines. You will still be able to use it. Uh, it keeps the app up until after the November 3rd US election, which is uh, kind of a little bit... Gets people thinking a little bit. Uh-huh. Is that a conv- it, What about that timing yeah. on the extension? The extension goes until November 12th to figure out the Oracle piece. And the election in the US is November 3rd. So... Did Trump catch wind that the TikTok people weren't happy? What was, what was bubbling up there? Were people saying, hey, if if Trump bans TikTok, I'm not going to vote for it. like, what?" It's kind of curious timing is all I'm saying. You wait until after the election. You say, no, 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 there's a still a chance. It's still a chance. Don't worry. Yeah. You vote for me. Maybe we can sort it out. Maybe we get an Oracle deal done.
1: Yeah. I mean, they could have extended it to October, but November is very convenient.
0: It's right after the election. Yeah. No. So I don't know. Maybe it's a uh, maybe it's not connected at all. Maybe we're reading into it too much. I don't know. Well, no, no. That's the beauty of this. It is. Hey, man, you can't say that for certain. So today's actions prove. This is the quote, by the way, from the uh, the, the 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 party, the group in, that is. Uh, Required to, to govern over this stuff. I don't know. What are they called? The Department of... I don't know. It's in here somewhere. But anyway, here's their quote. Today's actions prove once again that President Trump will do everything in his power to guarantee our national security and protect Americans from the threats of the Chinese Communist Party. At the President's direction, we have taken significant action to combat China's malicious collection of American citizens' personal data while promoting our national values democratic rules-based norms, and aggressive enforcement of U.S. Law, laws and regulations. So, first part of the action has to do with halting all new app distribution for both WeChat, owned by Tencent, and TikTok, owned by ByteDance. No new downloads of either app, and no new updates. The WeChat one seems for real because it also mentions any provision of services through the WeChat mobile application for the purpose of transferring funds or processing payments within the U.S. So, you know, WeChat is a really popular payment terminal, payment application in China. You can send funds to people. You can send funds to businesses. And so how do you enforce this one? Because this one is for real. This isn't, hey, you can't download WeChat the like on a new device mm-hmm. this is you can't make you can't use it so how do you enforce that yep. other than maybe having the telcos enforce it mm-hmm. the, the the actual connections from this the cellular networks and the internet connections to potentially block transmission of information from that app that's already pre-installed on devices as it is right now mm-hmm. that's a hard block mm-hmm. by the sounds of it that's a real block by the sounds of it However, in TikTok's case, they leave it open-ended. Plenty of users in the United States, obviously. There's still many talks about how the Oracle transition could, should, would take place. And Trump still has to sign off on it. And it sounds like they're going to need more time for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, even I read this morning uh, TikTok was pleading with Instagram to back them up.
0: Yes. And Instagram is apparently backing them up. We have, I believe it's the CEO, yeah, the new the CEO of Instagram, is that Adam Masseri? Yep. Well, he yeah, the current head of Instagram, I guess. Anyway, he says, "Careful with this headline. The ban is only of new downloads of TikTok. An outright ban will happen on eleven twelve unless a deal is made." I've said this before, but a U.S. TikTok ban would be quite bad for Instagram, Facebook, and the internet more broadly. Mm-hmm. Well, because it could set a precedent. Yeah. Right. And important to note, many companies, products, other software has some sort of Chinese connection. Tencent seems to be invested in everything. Mm -hmm. And so the implications of this are massive because if all of a sudden you have, uh, if if you set the precedent for the banning and it's easy enough to do it, and the telcos all get on, you know, you write the, you sign the thing and then everything is blocked. Where do you draw the line mm-hmm. when it comes to 10 cent investments and in all those various applications, games, the game industry? Actually, that brings mm-hmm. me to the next article. Trump administration now taking aim at Epic and Riot Games over ties to Tencent. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly where it goes. Mm-hmm. And this is some of the stuff that, well, people in the software business are talking about and afraid of that this regulation could be so strong and so strict that it could wipe out all kinds of businesses. Potentially, of course, this is still new. But uh, Epic, famous, obviously huge developer. Uh, Fortnite, other games. Riot. What is Riot? Riot has the new game. It, well, it has League of Legends, but it also has that new game, uh, Valorant. Mm-hmm. Riot is 100% owned by Tencent, by the way. Right. And so the scrutiny is going to be hefty for yeah. that one. Epic, on the other hand, I think is 40% Tencent owned. According to a report by Bloomberg, the Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S., which is chaired by the Treasury Department, has sent letters to Epic Games of Fortnite fame and League of Legends producer Riot Games and other game companies seeking information about their security protocols in regard to handling Americans' personal data. This is an early warning sign. Hey, we're going to look at you in a similar fashion how we've been looking at this other stuff. Similar fashion how we've been looking at TikTok. Similar fashion how we've been looking at uh, WeChat. So it's got, it's a real threatening tone to it. Now, Mm -hmm. WeChat, TikTok, 100% foreign ownership. Riot Games, 100% foreign ownership. Fortnite or Epic, sorry a little bit more protected in the sense that it's only a percentage of foreign ownership. Same goes for Activision. Activision, there's a 5%, mm. Tencent has a 5% stake in Activision Blizzard. So I would have to assume the lower percentage ownership would, wouldn't would require the same amount of scrutiny. You would presume that most operations and things happen locally. Yeah. and But they're asking the questions. They're saying, show me the data. It's starting. Show me the data. And if any of that stuff's floating the wrong way, it could be problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, will it be TikTok problems? It remains to be seen. We have to wait and see. But certainly at the top of this list has to be Riot Games mm-hmm. 100% cent ownership. Uh, believe it or not, it wasn't all. Oh, it was in 2011. They paid $400 million for a 93% stake in Riot and then acquired the company completely in 2015. Mm. So that is, they might be on the same level of investigation as TikTok. Or, or WeChat at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna, they're gonna come peeking. They're gonna come lifting up, you know, checking underneath. They're gonna come opening drawers. Yeah. Uh, a little peek. I'm saying, man, cross your T's and dot your I's. We were talking earlier about just how threatening it. it you know, in our business we we work with and depend on some of these big platforms. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine somebody came along and said, no, 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 no. Yeah. Or said, we're going to take, we want to look into what you're up to. We may shut you down. I mean, it's terrifying. If you work for these companies yeah. and they have enough employees in North America as yeah. well, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean. Uh, you're talking to people. Yeah. TikTok is, uh, man, it's scary. It's scary there. It's got to be scary, you know. You, HQ in in the U.S. They must be having talks every single day. Yeah. Are we gonna be here? Yeah. Are we are we gone or are we here? Are and we, it's not even so.
0: enough to say, Can't "Oh, do don't worry, job. you're not gonna be wiped out." Okay, fine. But what about the restructuring? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a lot of collateral damage. It's not. This is not easy stuff. Yeah. They ain't, no ain't no band aids. Ain't no band aids. Very undefined right now. And sticking on this topic, I think this is the last one, this is the last one on this particular topic. Uh, Epic Games has announced that Fortnite will no longer be playable on Mac OS. So we were, you and I were wondering this. We're thinking, well, on Mac OS, you can install whatever you want, right? Because obviously they have the beef, the ongoing beef with uh, Apple over the App Store mm-hmm. and the App Store treatment of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. We thought that, that, that you'd be okay on macOS. It turns out not so much because of the termination of the developer account. As uh, As Epic states, Apple is preventing Epic from signing games and patches for distribution on Mac, which ends our ability to develop and offer Fortnite, save the world for the platform, specifically our upcoming v14.20 release. It'll cause bugs for players on 13.4, resulting in a very poor experience since we are no longer able to sign updates and release fixes for these issues beginning September 23rd, 2020. Fortnite Save the World will no longer be playable on macOS. Now, I was reading some of the comments here. I don't know that it's necessarily impossible for them to continue to support the game on macOS because you can install whatever you want on macOS. And... It might be harder as far as publishing updates and things like this, but if they wanted to make the app available on their website that you would download and then turn off trusted sources on your Mac, yeah. you could pro- they could probably do it with a bit more of a headache. However, this paints the picture better for them. Right. That, like, they're trying to make this case that Apple is this over overarching, mm-hmm. uh, heavy-handed, 1984-dominant, uh, yeah. I mean, they're not the only ones trying to make the case right now. There's many trying to make the case. The big, bad bully. Yeah, and and so if you were going to do that, you'd say, look, even macOS, they made our lives difficult, and now we can't publish easily over there. Right. And But I don't think it's to the same degree or with the same force that they can apply to the, to the app store on mobile mm-hmm. or that they're willing to apply because they will, of course, still let you install things that, that aren't from official sources or don't come via the Mac app store. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. If I'm using Mac, I, yeah. I always go turn that thing off right yeah. away. Trusted sources. It's like on Android, where you have to turn on mm-hmm. trusted, untrusted sources. Like, I'm okay with installing this application. Mm-hmm. Mac still gives you that opportunity for now. Yeah. Although, who knows? Maybe they close that down in the future. Yeah, who knows? It's quite possible. Uh, Apple is boosting Chinese production of Apple Watch and iPad. These are the devices from the recent event. We have the new Series 6 Apple Watch. We have uh, the new iPad Air yeah. uh, gathering attention. And, uh, well, the iPad, increasingly an interesting device for students, for the work-from-home crowd. They were Apple was talking about that new iPad up against some popular laptops. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how much faster it is than popular. I mean, they, they want you to get the iPad. All right? Yeah. Well, anyways... Is As is the case with the global situation at the moment, and I'm not talking about pandemic stuff, I'm talking about politics, it appears that the best thing to do is to, because of the tariff talk and the the domestic uh, approach of many of the politicians in different regions, the kind of uh, rallying around... Locally made, you know, whether we're talking about the U.S. or India, this idea of like do more here, employ more people here kind of thing and the increasing incentives to do so. It turns out that now and that's where this headline gets a bit squirrely is saying, okay, boosting Chinese production, Chinese production of these devices for the Chinese market. Hmm. Apple has so many manufacturing partners. Right. Uh, Let me just what do we have? Quanta, Foxconn, Wistron, Compal, Pegatron, Inventech. It, 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 the list goes on. However, increasingly, they've been working with a company called LuxShare Precision and BYD in China for the Chinese market. Again, incentive. If you want to sell in China, okay, great. You made it in China. Fantastic. Mm. Elsewhere, it's been a problem for Apple, obviously, because of the tariffs and the and the extra scrutiny being placed on exports out of China, they're like, okay, fine, we'll go to Vietnam. Oh, okay, fine, or in India, we'll do we'll do some level of assembly in India to avoid these hefty fees associated with importing a, an absolutely completed product. So, we're living in a in a time now where, uh, uh, you know, Apple has incentive to manufacture Chinese goods in China, Indian goods in India. To a certain extent, devices destined for America, and maybe even in America. Mm-hmm. You have the development, which hasn't really uh, been all that productive yet with Foxconn in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. but you do have the Mac Pro. Will's using a Mac Pro down there, by the way. No one mm-hmm. would know that, which is being assembled, I believe, in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's the conversation is happening, and uh, it seems, uh, I mean... It's not any one market or any one country that is subscribing to this idea. It's many now, mm-hmm. and many are looking to protect jobs in their own regions and are uh, uh, employing strategies to to encourage manufacturers to do exactly this. Yes. So it looks like uh, Apple will have Quanta and Foxconn manufacture the Mac Series products in the U.S in india foxconn Wistron, and pegatron will manufacture iphones locally to, com- to cater to that domestic demand in vietnam you have compal foxconn pegatron inventec they're doing ipads airpods and iphones and then luxshare precision industry in china as well as byd so it's just it's it's moving stuff around however they're going to increase that chinese piece because they want the chinese manufactured devices to live mm. or be sold in china right and further along this line, we have an, uh, we have Apple attempting to progress their uh, world dominance by encouraging Indian customers to purchase Apple products, mm. which, believe it or not, they haven't done very successfully up until this point. Ninety-nine mm. percent of the smartphone market in India is Android. Ninety-nine mm. percent—that's 99%, 99%, a huge—that's <laughs> a huge percentage. Yeah, uh, I've I mentioned. From time to time here on the show, my my travels to India, and I've met fans in India, fans of the show, shout out to India. I never saw a single, no one came up to me and showed me that they were using an iPhone of anyone. Now, this was a little while ago, yeah. but not a single one. I saw tons of Xiaomi. I saw uh, Oppo. I saw, uh, you know, OnePlus. I saw...
1: Vivo as well. Vivo. Like you mentioned it before, like it's, there's so many Android brands and yes. so many manufacturers um so and they got there early
0: and they invested in a market early and apple's just been a bit slower in india to be honest mm-hmm. and, and obviously the price point hasn't helped in fact in many cases we've got a bigger price tag in india once converted right than we do here or in the u.s and of course that's tough in that market right the the actual real cost in that market relative to wages and things it's just the Apple stuff is just out of reach for a lot of people. It's a real luxury item mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Anyway, Apple's looking to change that. You know, they're doing more assembly there, yep. which is helping them to avoid some of those taxes, fees, tariffs, whatever you want to call it, and bring that price down a little bit. Of course, they're also just launching products at a lower price point like that recent iPhone SE, mm. which, is, which is an aggressive price point for Apple. Mm. And then now on September 23rd, they're going to be launching their online store, which it's kind of hard to imagine. They did not have an actual presence, their own presence in India. It was up until this point, it had to be a reseller. Isn't that wild? There was you could you yeah. were not buying directly from Apple. And that means you weren't able to get the Apple Care Plus extended warranties. And it also means you couldn't take advantage of Apple's financing products, hmm. which for a luxury item or an expensive device, could be really meaningful to a customer base that wants to pay off over time. If they do, I don't know. The company, which currently relies on third party online and offline retailers to sell its products in India, said its online store will offer Apple Care Plus, which extends the warranty on its hardware products for up to two years. And it will also give you a discount on the purchase of a new iPhone by returning the previous model. They have that program as well. Uh, people can in India can now buy Macs, Mac computers with custom configurations. You couldn't do that, obviously, before if you're going through third-party retailers. And uh, obviously, all the Apple accessories and things that may have not been offered through third-party sellers, they sh- they're going to pop up on the site as well now that you can buy directly. Uh, once again, here we go. 99% of the market is commanded by Android smartphones. And the iPhone maker has become visibly more aggressive in India in recent years. I mean, yeah, you have to be. I've talked about this before. That's the whole, that's the new marketplace. Mm-hmm. That's the fastest growing, currently second biggest smartphone market, but fastest growing. I mean, that's whether we're talking population or smartphones, it's a huge market. And if you don't get in there at some point and become aggressive there at some point, there's a chance everybody just gets cool with Android mm-hmm. and they're like, this is my platform. And the longer you wait, the more comfortable they become. Right. Even though Apple has done a great job of being this established or this luxury, this sort of target brand, it's still tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough to get people to switch platforms and like fully embrace the ecosystem. It's the opposite of what happened in North America where they were the first major smartphone player. And everybody came up on that platform, and then some people switched to Android because of aggressive pricing and other mm-hmm. and other factors. The starting price of an iPhone 11 Pro Max at the moment is almost $1,500 in India, compared to $10.99 in the U.S. AirPods Pro, $249 in the U.S. currently, $341 equivalent in India. They're even more luxury in India because just mm-hmm. the conversion price currently lifts that price even further. Well, there's your problem. It's your it's a problem, but bringing Foxconn assembly to the country it is immediately going to drop some of that mm-hmm. immediately so anyway and
1: with the online store i mean that's it's a, it's too.
0: all coming together there's yeah. they're going to they're 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 down to fight now they're coming to the market in a big way the store opens on september 23rd i'd like to ask the audience if they have plans of purchasing anything there if they think its stuff might still be uh, too expensive i'm not really sure but uh, this definitely this definitely opens some things up. It makes it a little bit more accessible. And certainly if you take into consideration the financing options that Apple offers, if they replicate that there via their store, you know, when you go to click to buy the phone and they're like, oh, $14 a month or whatever whatever way they use to make the cost lower, you have to wonder if that's going to entice people who are holding back just strictly because of the price point or... uh. Whatever, other reasons. Video claims to show Apple magnetic wireless charger prototype. Uh, Apple, well, we've talked about it here in this show many times. Very bizarre that Apple doesn't have a wireless charging product yet Mm -hmm. considering all their devices support it. They were going to do the air power thing. They bailed. Too much heat. (laughs) so was trouble manufacturing it, which is still strange to me to this day that they can do all these complicated things, but that was the one thing uh that threw them off mm-hmm. or they weren't happy with the way it turned out even though there's third-party companies that do make things like that now it's all very bizarre something
1: exactly like that too exactly try something like yeah that?
0: companies have made yeah. the exact thing that air power was supposed to be now actually i shouldn't say the exact thing because it never tapped into the software oh, in right. a way yeah. that you would expect apple's official product to do mm-hmm. where you would see the device you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. make a Much smarter connection. Anyway, the rumor then emerged that they were going to do a a far more simplified version of a wireless charger. And then we started to see stories popping up about potentially magnets being placed inside the next generation iPhone in strategic locations. And people started to wonder, okay, maybe this simplified wireless charger would have some magnetic component to it. Well, we have this video here. It was sent to 9to5Mac and you can play a little bit of it. It shows this little disc-looking device. And it, the, the video, whoever shot it, is claiming that this is showing off Apple's magnetic wireless charger, or at least a prototype of it, or at least a piece of it. Uh, as you can see, there's no cables coming out of it. It's very strange looking. It's a, it's a circular disc. However, I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, this, it could be for testing purposes you know, Apple makes some products that they would have maybe just for uh, their employees or their testers or their their uh, manufacturers to be able to test wireless charging. They want it all to fit in with the Apple lineup, mm-hmm. but they do have to put something out in my opinion and magnets would be cool. They've used magnets in the past. Yep, It's one of the downsides of wireless chargers and certainly small wireless chargers. If you want a very portable wireless charger, the trouble is you have this limited coil spot to line your thing up. Yes. So the smaller the charger, maybe the more useful the magnets could be. Mm. And if they are able to ship something like this, that's kind of cool, little pocketable thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's about as small as you might imagine a wireless charger being. So we'll, we'll wait and see, but it looks kind of promising. Last story about iPhones. Our good old pals over at Caviar have a new super limited iPhone 12 Pro model special edition they've just revealed because they're they never run out of ways to try to convince you to get some sort of super exclusive mm. iPhone because it's not enough to have the luxury status of the iPhone you need the the like one of 20 mm-hmm. status iPhone which costs
1: $6,000 with uh, something rare in it. That's sort exactly what happened here material. and this might be
0: one of my favorites so far. We did the video on the Steve Jobs a little piece of Steve Jobs' shirt, which was inside of a, a really luxurious iPhone. What this one does is similar, but a bit different. Uh, these are, what are they calling these? Space Rock. Are these Space Odyssey? It's the Space Odyssey range. You know I love space. Mm. And certainly, well, my maybe my favorite movie ever yeah. is 2001. So they got my attention on that alone. These are going to have tiny pieces of meteorite, real legitimate meteorite embedded inside the
1: phone's back. Mm. That's got to get you going a little bit. Well, yeah, I I, I got one. Oh, you already got one yeah. of these? Yeah, they, they contacted me. Right. I was like, yeah, this is really cool.
0: However, there's no way they can send us one until the iPhone 12 is actually out. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Right, right. <laughs> so so, so uh,
0: we're going to wait a little bit for this still. Mm-hmm. See, they're pre-selling this, so they're showcasing the design based on the iPhone 12 renders and how they're going to customize it, but they're not going to be able to ship these until they've got the physical iPhone 12 product present, and we still don't even have a a date on that Mm -hmm. or an announcement because everything got delayed. Anyway, they have three different versions, Moon, Mars, and Mercury, all different prices and different configurations. I don't know which my favorite is. Let me actually click on the link here. Space Odyssey. I think I will go with... Yeah, maybe Mercury. But maybe Moon. Maybe just the simplicity of the Moon one. They're using other materials, by the way. It's, not, it's a tiny piece of meteorite in the little patch there. And then the remainder... The portion around it, they're using other uh, metals. Like in the case of this one, it's titanium, titanium and composite stone, and uh, so it's it's a pretty cool look to it. Either way, they're all. What do you know which one they're sending us? Mo- uh, no. Moon, uh, Mars. Yes, they're gonna
1: surprise us. It looks
0: like they're doing sneakers now too. By the way, yeah, that's kind of wild. Space Odyssey Mars sneakers. What are they custom painted? Holy... They should send us some of those, too. Mm-hmm. Look at those things. Those are insane. $2,000. Anyway, they ain't stopping. It's all wild over there. Facebook and Ray-Ban are launching smart glasses in 2021. You know Zuckerberg's been been talking all about uh, augmented reality. Well, a- actually, VR as well. But it seems like he mostly... He's really excited about AR.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's all fired up about AR. Yep. And... The one thing about this AR, whatever these glasses are, people are really concerned about the style. If they're actually going to wear it, it has to. It seems like it has to look a certain way. Yes. I don't know if you remember Google Glass and then everything that's happened in between. There, there's always been this apprehension around wearing something on your face that tells people, "Hey, I might be recording you."
1: This it it, it makes people very. It makes people
0: very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's a long time ago now, isn't it? The initial Google mm-hmm. Glass. I remember the second version, of course. Of course, North put out their product, uh, Focals. I think yeah. they were called North Focal, yep. and then Google bought them. Everyone's trying to figure out how to make these things not look like what they are. If they can get closer to to regular glasses, the closer they can get to regular glasses, or something that people would would uh, consider stylish, then the then people would consider
1: adopting them. I think these are are not bad. That's as
0: close as anyone's yeah. gotten.
1: And it doesn't have a camera on it. So there's there's that.
0: Right. Well, I mean the current Facebook product definitely has cameras it on does. it. But maybe they hope that by teaming up with Ray Ban they can figure out a stylish way to do it. Uh, let's see here. After spending time with their team and visiting their factory, this is Zuckerberg's quote about Ray-Ban, I knew that they were the right partner for us to help bring the best technology together with the best glasses. As his words, apparently the first step here is something called Project Area, a research device that's going to be given to Facebook employees. Now, this early version is not going to have any AR features. It will just capture audio, video, eye tracking, and location data then Facebook will utilize that to help develop its eventual AR version of the thing. Hmm. Those look like they are recording you. They 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 would make you uncomfortable the way it's, it sits right now. The product, the test product. These components, I guess they got to find a way to shrink it down
1: yeah. because
0: it's just really intimidating at the moment. I'm sure inside of Facebook... If you're an employee wearing it, everybody's going to be all right with it. But when you're chilling with your pals, they're like, hey, man, ease up over there. Right? Why are you recording me? Yeah, there's got to be some of that. So we'll see what they're able to do together. But that's what they look like as it stands right now and uh, as these tests will be taking place. They're, what is the plan for the actual commercial product time-wise? I don't know if they list it. It doesn't look like they're listing it, but they're going to start testing the initial phase with the employees beginning in September. So that's right now. So it's all happening. Spotify has been getting hammered, Will, from uh, every direction. Poor mm. Spotify. I don't know if anybody feels bad for Spotify, but, you know, I was thinking about Spotify during Apple's latest event that we were watching. Yeah. And looking at Apple's different subscription plans for just piling everything that they do together. I mean, Apple One? Yeah, Apple. I mean, I'm like... These guys have such a grip on so many people's uh, digital existence. They can just pile all these services together at an aggressive price, and people are just gonna gonna stick there. And of course, Apple Music is a big part of it, which, as you know, that's been that's Spotify. That's a huge competitor for Spotify. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, when I saw these Apple One prices, I went and looked. What am I getting from Spotify for that amount of money? Certainly, when you compare the family plan you're thinking that Spotify looks expensive right now because it's just music, music and podcasts. And certainly when these podcasts that people care about start to go exclusive, that could have an impact on them. Mm -hmm. However, there's been reports that even that's not going too well because people are upset with Rogan inside of Spotify. I don't know uh, what to believe on that, but it turns out even that is difficult to do, to just hire exclusive talent and have everybody be on board with that being your model going forward. Well, anyways... Never mind all that. You've also got Amazon getting into mix because they've now added podcasts to their music streaming service. And Amazon, another behemoth that I don't want to be beefing with or competing with. Mm-hmm. Huh. Tough to be Spotify right now. So you got Apple fighting you on one end and Amazon fi- uh, coming at you on the other. Maybe YouTube is in there somewhere too. Uh-huh. These are giant monsters.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm just little Spotify.
1: Yeah. Although don't want to mess with
0: at the moment Kanye not it doesn't care if you're Spotify or not. <laughs> Kanye thinks Spotify is
1: mean enough well, right he's now. He's the leader of Adidas right now.
0: Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, Spotify shares have they, well they fell on they fell this week. I don't know. Maybe they're back now. You can take a peek and and see how it's going. However, Amazon has now ent- uh, entered that market, the podcast market, even with some exclusive podcasts by the look of it. And it's going to be in- included with your with your uh, music. You're going to get uh, what do they say here? They've uh, they've got celebrities such as DJ Khaled, Will Smith, sportscaster Dan Patrick, and musician Becky G beginning in February. Uh, also, it will become the exclusive home of Disgraceland, a popular music meets true crime podcast. So they're now in, in, the bidding the bidding wars are kicking off. For podcasts, if 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 you want to have exclusives, if the thing is going to be exclusives, you presumably have a new player there that would be bidding up mm-hmm. the uh, the the price of of like if they if they had have been doing this at the time at the Rogan moment, yep. they could have been in that mix, yep. and they may have been inspired by it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And of course, they have one weird advantage as well, which is Twitch. Amazon has Twitch. And one of the weird things here, or, or, or kind of uh, synergies, if we were in a corporate meeting, that's what we would say, mm-hmm. is that they can integrate Amazon Music with Twitch in a way that they were integrating. You remember Amazon Prime? They're saying, oh, you can have watch parties with the movies that are on right. Prime on Twitch. Well, they can do the same thing with music or podcasts where they can kind of tie the things together. In fact, with this artist Becky G, they're working on a new integration between Amazon Music and Twitch. The with 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 a feature that would let musicians link their profiles on Twitch to the actual streaming service. Mm. It's really strange kind of integrations and connections, yeah. and that's why it's hard for Spotify because they don't have this bigger picture, yeah. all these like seven thousand products that they can integrate. And anything with that
1: can give them an edge, they'll do it. Yes, you know.
0: Yes. So. so anyway, it's a it's a bit rough for Spotify. They'll probably be all right. I I just I mean, go read Kanye's tweets. They got money from Universal. They got big players too. Mm-hmm. So they're not they're not poor by any means. They'll just they're just up, they're just in for a fight, that's all. Yep. Ford has broken ground on a new plant in Michigan that's going to going to build the electric F150. This is this is big stuff because well, obviously the F150 is very popular vehicle commonly often in a yearly basis the most sold individual model in the United States, also in Canada actually. People love pickup trucks. People buy pickup trucks. People use pickup trucks, whether, you know, work, recreation, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, of course, it is exciting to see products like the Cybertruck and the Rivians and this and that. But the the footprint just isn't quite there in the same way that it is for Ford and in the way that it is for the F-150. If the F-150 goes electric, it's going to be real easy for people that are on those leases with the current Relationship with a their
1: lot of loyalty
0: for dealer, and they just yep. ate loyalty in the truck. Man, yeah, people love their truck brands, uh, yeah, and so they just roll into the dealer, they trade in their old one for the new electric mm-hmm. one. It ha- It's gonna have some pretty massive, well, of course, massive implications. Uh, they're a little bit behind though, are they? Yeah, well, with this plant here, I think they're aiming at mid 2022 for delivery on this thing. Now, they have uh, they launched a hybrid model on the current model year. So they're going to probably try to push people towards that for the time being. And then this electric model mid-2022, but of course that's behind Rivian. It's behind Tesla with the Cybertruck. I know it's not a one-to-one comparison. Anyway, they say that their new F-150 plant is going to employ a bunch of new people. They're going to spend $700 million on it. People love that. People love jobs. And uh, this thing is going to feature dual electric motors. It will deliver more horsepower and torque than any F-150 available today. The fastest acceleration and the ability to tow heavy trailers. So this this thing is it's really heating up well. The company said it will spend $11.5 billion to produce over a dozen electrified models by 2022, including, obviously, this one. I think this is the most important one. This is the big one. If they figure out the truck thing, the electrification of the roads come 2022. Yep. Yeah. And some people might be mad, saying, "Well, Tesla, Tesla did all it did all this. Tesla started this ball rolling." Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I would. I bet you Elon is happy about it. Yeah. Saying, "I wanted the world to go electric, and this Ford move is going to accelerate that big time." Yes. So yeah, he's got to compete with it, but at the same time, it's the adoption rate. Bigger picture. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mobile phone radiation may be killing insects which I don't know, That's got kind of, it's a bit terrifying, I don't know. It's uh, this study. No, I mean, because an insect is yeah, an organic, no, I, I, it's yeah, a creature, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you may, I just feel like people's knee jerk on that headline would be, ah, they bug me anyway. You know, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What do I care about a wasp? What do I care about a bee? Like, people have that reaction. And then you have to say, no, 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 no you don't understand. Yeah, they're part
1: of the ecosystem. Yeah, you, you don't understand. understand.
0: They do this so. and this and this and... Mm-hmm. And and so I go and I'm reading about it and I'm like, oh, the bees, I watch a documentary oh, yeah, and then all of the a sudden bees. They, the bees, everybody, what's with the bees? What's going on with the bees? Yeah. And they're moving them around. They're trying to make the almond milk and I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, everything's connected. Yes. No freebies, Will.
1: In nature.
0: Yeah. No, and we are nature. Yes. Everything's connected, Well. Yep. You do one thing, something happens. Uh-huh. And so the other day, I'm talking to Jack, and he's terrified. He goes, "What about this stuff with my Wi-Fi? Is it am I am I dead? What's going on? Uh-huh. What about this stuff with the 5G? Is it?" And nobody, you know, there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of questions, but the, the, the real answers are not easy out there. Mm-hmm. And even this study, you read through it, and they say, uh, "We don't know." No, 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 they, they, they say it hasn't been peer-reviewed peer yet. They want more reviews. Oh, yeah. They want to replicate it more. It's hard, man. Science, is it's hard. Mm-hmm. You got to prove it, and then prove it again, and then prove it again, and then 17 other people got to prove it. Mm. And even then, people will say, ah, I don't buy it. Get out my face. Yeah. It's just tough out here. But anyway, in the case of this study, on top of pesticides and habitat loss, increased exposure to electric electromagnetic radiation is... Quotations, probably having a negative impact on the insect world. The analysis of 190 scientific studies was carried out by Germany's Nature and Biodiversity Conservation Union. Of the 83 studies deemed scientifically relevant, 72 showed that radiation had a negative effect on bees, wasps, and flies. The effects ranged from a reduced ability to navigate due to the disturbance of magnetic fields to damage to genetic material and larva. Mobile phone and Wi-Fi radiation in particular apparently opens the calcium channels in certain cells meaning they absorb more calcium ions. This can trigger a biochemical chain reaction in insects disrupting circadian rhythms and the immune system. Huh. I don't know is this terrifying to you
1: calcium channels? How's your how's your how's your circadian rhythm? Oh, I mean, I think it's pretty good, but I mean, how's your how's your uh, calcium channels? That I don't know. Yeah, it might be trash. Horrendous. Trash. So,
0: no, I, I look
1: <laughs> trash.
0: What? <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm just saying. I mean, a lot of people complain about their sleep habits, and, and I mean, yeah. it's just a weird. It's just a weird analysis. Like we're all just. Uh, we're just flowing in uh, brand new activity and and new technologies and and people have asked me increasingly to report on the radiation levels of of cell phones, smartphones, and the range at which people are expected to use them. And there was that Chicago Tribune t- uh, study in 2019 that I talked about a little bit, and and, and it just people are curious. Yeah. Is there an impact? What is that impact? The and long-term effects. And it's hard with humans. There's so many variables. It's it's a very difficult thing to study. And of course, with the bugs, it's equally difficult. Although, in the case of the bugs, it might be easier to track it because maybe the, there are there might be fewer variables with the bugs than there is with us. Yeah, we're we're complex. We do that. wacky things too. Yeah, like unlike a bee. I mean, I guess maybe a bee might get wacky here and there. I don't know. <laughs> Freaky bee. I just think the average bee's life is a lot like the next bee's life, whereas with the human beings, I mean, we we choose a lot of things about our life that might not be that good for us. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have really manipulated the environment in a pretty
1: The bees just help the hive, really.
0: Anyway. So it's an uncomfortable subject. And especially for technology fans, we're like, man, we want that. Bring that 5G. Give me the give me that hot. Yeah. Give me that hot new connection. And in the meantime, it's like...
1: Calcium channels.
0: In the meantime, it's calcium channels. But then you get the conspiracy theories on the far end of the spectrum. They're like, uh, 5G is...
1: It's a health benefit.
0: (laughs) uh, I don't know, man. It's just you don't even want to go into the conspiracy theories of 5G. They'll say say 5G will will change your... uh, political standpoint or something let's say Perfect. they'll say 5g will make you uh more hungry or you know i don't yeah. know man what's out there yeah, yeah. 5, 5g will change your taste buds mm. you know it's just fun there's all sort of fun conspiracy theories that go too far and then people are like oh never mind that nah. 5g's great i'm gonna eat it for breakfast yeah because the other guys are so crazy that they're like that can't be right either mm-hmm. so it's hard man even these German scientists, even just that we brought it up. Now they're getting bombarded.
1: But it's good to at least have some studies around it.
0: They're just chilling in Stuttgart. Oh, yeah, they're just trying to do their research, yeah. and now people are coming at them, saying you're wrong about the bees. I want all the 5G. Yeah. So you know what? Nonsense. What else? You know what else is in
1: Stuttgart? No. What? Take a guess, Will. Uh hamburgers
0: no that's in hamburg oh okay i mean i pro- close i mean they probably have they probably have uh, I, uh they probably have hamburg good hamburgers yeah. there too i actually had in germany in berlin i had good hamburgers i mean you can get them there's an argument over where the hamburgers started by the way really yeah but we're not going to get into it no it's, it's uh it's a new car that we're going to show off it's a new car we're going to show off at the new studio
1: oh okay can I say it? or came from Stuttgart. No, people, have, they got to oh, okay. figure it out. They got it.
0: Okay. Uh, Tesla driver found asleep at the wheel in Canada, by the way. Our neck of the woods? No, not our. I mean, in Alberta, so not exactly our neck. It's a big country. Uh, Canada's big. Yeah. Canada's a bit big. So what I like about this story <laughs> is the guy was sleeping. He's exhausted. He was fully sleeping. Uh, fully reclined and so was the passenger two people <laughs> oh. <laughs> they were camping out man they were just both seats the driver's seat and the front passenger seat fully reclined the cops approached they turned the lights on and the vehicle accelerated and it was just the vehicle was just uh, locked at 150 kilometers per hour and they're like what's going on here because the highway they were on the speed limit was 110 kilometers per, per hour. Like is this a high speed chase? What's going on? Then they they pull up, they get up to the car like, "No, there's two people cruising while snoozing." Oh. Cruising while snoozing.
1: And I'm of course their hands were on the steering wheel. At least one. Yeah,
0: drivers. I don't know. I don't know how people figure this out, how they they hack the system because when you're right, when you and I were were I don't have a Tesla, but when we were doing the Model 3 video, it's constantly telling you, no, you gotta touch the steering wheel.
1: Yeah, and if you keep on getting that warning, it would just kind of crash. Which we tested. Autopilot. Which we tested. So I guess people they just probably
0: just rest the hand there, I guess, and then or or maybe they rest something else. I don't yeah. know. I'm not trying to encourage people to do it. You're, the idea of this autonomous driving is fantastic. Maybe one day it's safe enough that we're all snoozing cruising. But as as it stands right now, you gotta pay some attention. It's not yeah. fully uh, fleshed out at the moment, and uh, so that's what happened here. Driver, 20-year-old man. He actually was from British Columbia. He got a 24-hour license suspension for driving while fatigued, and he also got charged with dangerous driving. He will appear in court in December. This is not the first or or only case of uh, these types of stories. They're funny every time they come up. Well, funny so long as nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it is not recommended to um, fully recline mm. during your uh, autonomous Tesla driving experience. Even Elon wouldn't tell you to do that. I don't know if you knew this, Will. It's cheeseburger day. Hmm. Every Did you notice everything has a day all of a sudden? Yeah. We got to a certain age and the internet became the thing. And then everything got a day. Uh, Cookie day, chocolate day, bagel day, lollipop day, burger day, coffee day, willy Do day. I like that day. Everything got a day. Mm-hmm. So anyway, donut day, sneaker day, today is cheeseburger day. And because of that, we have an article here, the tastiest fast food cheeseburger. They ranked, what is it, 10? Yeah, or no, not quite 10. <laughs> it's a uh, nine. No, only seven. Nine. They ranked seven. Well, seven. Oh, they ranked seven fast food cheeseburgers from lowest to highest. Is it this one right here? That is definitely not the winner. However, it's not the loser either. Oh. They ranked Burger King, Shake Shack, Checkers, McDonald's, Wendy's, Smash Burger, and Five Guys. those That was the list, and I will give you the results here. In last place, we have Checkers, also known as Rally's, and this is a fast food joint in uh certain areas within the united states have you ever had a checkers burger willie no i have you have yeah it's not it's not that fantastic Oh, okay it's i mean it's a cheeseburger but mm-hmm. it comes in seventh place and if you look at the image you can kind of it's definitely not the most enticing of the bunch
1: which one is it
0: is that would be the first image coming in seventh place oh so this one no that would be the wendy's that you're looking at there You've got to go to seventh place, which would be the first slide in the list of slides.
1: Well, this is the one that started it.
0: No, but that would not be the first slide. That's partway along. That would be the first slide right there. That would not be the first slide, actually.
1: This one? Why is it showing up? Whoa, wait a minute.
0: I have this. Mine is showing up kind of differently than yours. The Checkers burger on yours is actually maybe that one that you just clicked on. No, that looks like McDonald's. I don't know. You missed the one slide somehow. Maybe you got an ad or something. That's it right there. Oh. Yeah, that's it. The first slide. Oh, okay. Anyway, you can tell. I mean, it's a cheeseburger, but it's not... Whatever. It's not that enticing. You go to number six, and you're looking at the Burger King cheeseburger. Now, they have other burgers at these places, but, you know, they ordered the cheeseburger. Yeah. So, the next up is the Burger King cheeseburger coming in sixth place. Um... Yeah, I don't know what to say about burger. I haven't had Burger King Burger King in a long time, but I feel like if you go to Burger King, you gotta get the Whopper or the something. Whopper, yeah, yeah. You that's can be getting good. the regular cheeseburger if that's what they got. Uh, McDonald's next. I guess that makes it fifth place. I mean, the McDonald's cheeseburger is not. It's a tiny little cheeseburger. It's the bun to patty ratio is insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's, you gotta get a McDouble.
0: Yeah, I don't know. At least, at least, at because least, because the, the 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 ratio there is way off. Unless you're a kid or something, you like the sweet bun, and mm-hmm. uh, then I understand what you're talking about. Uh, number four is Smash Burger. I have never tried Smash Burger, the chain. However, I have tried the idea of the smashed burger, which you get the crispy on the outside. You know, you just yeah, it's a different technique. Anyway, that comes in fourth. You get Wendy's in third place. I'm a bit surprised by that. I, mean, I don't mind Wendy's, but I'm surprised that it beat the Smash Burger hmm. which because it just just based on looks. At the top you have a tie between shake Shack and five guys. I can speak to both. It's a slightly different approach. They're both amazing. It's a slightly different approach, but they're both amazing. Uh, you have a single fatter patty with the shake Shack. It is a smash style as well. You're also getting a special sauce over there and a mm-hmm. set of toppings. You pick your toppings at Five Guys.
1: Yeah. What do you usually go for?
0: At Five Guys? Yeah. I like onions and barbecue sauce. That's it. And it comes with cheese, obviously. That's it. I don't like to do too much there. However, there's no milkshakes at Five Guys. Shake Shack, as you can tell from the name, incredible milkshakes. So I'm just rounding it out for you. Okay. Something to think about. And uh, yeah, so in first place, you have Five Guys as well. It's a massive cheeseburger, and I just feel the need to remind people, if you just order a cheeseburger at Five Guys, you're getting two patties. Hmm. It's a double. They don't call it a double. In fact, you got to go in there and say, I want the junior or the mini one or the whatever, the small, to get a single patty. Otherwise, you're getting two. So the the meat-to-bun ratio on the Five Guys might be the most advanced. Hmm. Just putting that out there as well. Either way, it's cheeseburger day. I'm sure somebody's going to go get a cheeseburger after this. Hopefully, you can find something near the top and you don't have to settle for something near the bottom on cheeseburger day.